Good morning, Murray Walker. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. I came to the first one and I've been to all the others since. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Gentlemen, start your engine! Good afternoon, Radio For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical, uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Good afternoon, Radio You know, while we're watching the news before the show starts, I've got a bit of a... I've got a bit of a bitch. A bit of a bitch? A bit of a bitch. About what? Well, about the grand poobah of Channel 7 News, Graham Goodings, mm-hmm. who the other day, after doing a lovely feel-good story about a racehorse mm-hmm. that was considered to be the slowest in the country, yet had still won twenty or $30,000 in prize money, was being taken for a ride by none other than the, uh, I think, the the jockey of Makeby Diva. Makeby Diva. Makeby Diva, Glenn Boss. That's the horse yeah, in Port Lincoln, um, is it not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a Paul sort Lincoln. of a... Yeah, it was a feel-good story. There's a bronze of Maccabi Diva on, on the sh- foreshore of Port Lincoln, in fact. Never been to Port Lincoln. Well, there you go. I have. Apparently there's good tuna down there. There is very good tuna. Which and nice wines as well, actually. And, and the Port Lincoln Boston Hotel. Boston Bay Winery is lovely. And you know, at the Port Lincoln Hotel, without yeah. digressing the Port Lincoln Hotel, do you know the Alma Hotel yeah. is owned by... Rashudo. Rashudo. Yeah. But do you know what other hotel he owns? The Port Lincoln. And you know what other hotel he owns? And I went to it the other day and when I walked in I went, something is very familiar about this in the terms of the decor. Right. The Mackenzie. M- Mackenzie? The Kenzie. Oh, the Kensington. Yeah. yeah. And if you go there and have a look, and it's yeah. absolutely deluxe. Anyway, yeah. we're digressing. We did. Oh, oh, thank you. Yes. And, and I saw no tuna on the menu. Right, but at the end of this, at the end of this little episode about the horse, on the news, on the news, right? After the, the horse had come last, and it was always even last, with, but it even with the top jockey, it, it was, still yeah, come but, last. But it was, right, but the horse okay. just loved hanging around other horses. It was, a, it was a feel good story. They weren't right. trying to make it out. It was a nice story to horses. The cut back to the Grand Poobah, who goes straight to the glue factory for that one, <laughs> because it didn't win. Because it didn't win. And his idiot sidekick in the sports desk, who was a well-known idiot, <laughs> said absolutely. Well, I, 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 my ire, my ire was higher than Ireland. Is that and, right? Yeah, I was on the phone to Channel 7 and then I wrote a letter right. to Free TV Australia, then on to Media Watch, and also a letter to Channel 7 at PO Box 999, Piermont. Piermont? Uh, no less. Yeah, two th- yeah 2009. Yep. And, um, and posted a these guys are a bunch of wankers on um, the uh, the dog. The, sorry, the horse's own Facebook page. <laughs> the horse has a Facebook page. Far <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, it's a That's pretty a clever bloody horse, isn't, isn't it? it? To say that I want to go to the knackers yard if it was that clever to have his own Facebook page. What do you, do you think that they thought? Do you think the Grand Poobah, Graham Goodings himself, actually yeah. had to think about what he was saying after telling a lovely story about a horse? He goes, no, it was a bit of. End of the news flippancy, no doubt. Well, yes, flippancy is accepted. But right. perhaps these people should realise that they're there to tell the news, not give an opinion. Mm. 
and you've got to think about any poor kids watching too, that they would have been going, what does he mean off to the glue factory? Well, what do you think the owners, you know? who had been, all their friends who have got together and said, geez, we're getting a bit of real mainstream news TV time, mm. and have that said at the end. Mm. Now, they may have actually said that, but this is not about an equestrian show, but another failure of the media to understand exactly what's going on and be incorrect. Yes. I mean, it's, it's, it's akin to the government being so focused on the Craig Thompson affair. Like, who cares? Move on. Mm. Run yeah, the country. Move on, move on. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. You're right. We're all over it. We are. Well, we're definitely all over Craig Thompson. We're all God. over episode 208 of Radio Hot Lab. We are. Because this is episode 209. Good <laughs> 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 you tricked me then, didn't you? Good viewers. And welcome to the show. That lighthearted and zany podcast that takes a look at motor racing, cool emerging technologies, gadgets, barbecues, and indoor heating systems on cold days in the World Radio headquarters. And, well, the dogs couching out, having a lovely time in the warmth. With pilaf rice. Pilaf rice. <laughs> really? <laughs> what else has she been doing? Chateaubriand. Chateaubriand. Could have had it on the flight. They did. Seinfeld. <laughs> now, talking of Seinfeld, I read a thing the other day that said apparently Jerry's made a... Um, a TV series, because <clears throat> you know he's a bit of a car nut, and uh, he's in got his Porsches, and he's got a, he's got a few of his mates from the entertainment industry, or also the Jay Leno Inks of this yep. world, and uh, and they've made this uh, this series of uh, probably about nothing, not about cars, um, which Jerry's currently touting around the TV stations. And they reckon that it's highly likely it'll get picked up, and uh, no doubt we'll see it over here, which I think will be quite. Oh, I think it would be it'd be good. Mm. In fact, I I miss the Seinfeld shows, mm. but they're they're timeless. They're one of those things that you yeah, get time, time, time yeah. again. And uh, it's always good to have a little bit of Seinfeld before we do a show, just <laughs> just to get the humour buds working. What are you having a drink tonight, mate? Something new? Oh, that's interesting. Boy, like yeah. a Belgian beer. Where did you decide to get one of those from? Oh, it was a special offer. A blonde, no less. Mm, half a dozen for um, 16 bucks or something. You quite like blondes. Mm, yeah. It's, uh, let me have a look at the label. It's called a... Uh, Belgian. A Belschmorgenhaas. Mm. Oh, wait. Is, there, is it any good? It's not bad. It smells all right. Mm. Go be careful, though. I think I only have two, and that'll mean a lot. Yeah, they're nine percent. They're not nine percent. They're five point nine percent, which is still high. I thought they were point nine percent. You know, get my glasses. Two over the course of the evening, and then drive home carefully. Of an evening. Of an evening. <laughs> of an evening. Of an evening. Now, while you're bitching and moaning about Channel Seven. We should probably get straight on to the V8s on the weekend. Another weekend. Well, after I where am, we had to bloody watch the damn after, V8s. After, on after, seven, after I pour myself a nice glass. Oh, sorry, the, I uh, forgot uh, to ask two, you uh, what you were drinking. Well, I'm just going to tell you. You know, yeah. it's uh, uh, a 2009 Shiraz Clean Skin. Um, not too bad. Clean Skin for ten bucks yeah. for Parade Silvers, and I, I trust. Does it say where it's come from? I trust them. Does I trust it give them. you a regional area? No, they don't, but you, you can ask right. the, the, the man behind the name oh, behind yeah. the store and they'll okay. definitely give you a bit of a, a, a furphy on it. Right. PLU 4010. That's right. Oh, PLU. Um, Producers License Unlimited. Price lookup unit. 
or whatever. Anyway. So, so anyway, meanwhile, back to my bitch in a moment about Channel 7. There we go again. So, I was out on Sunday afternoon. I went out to lunch with some friends, Lainey and I. And so, of course, I oh, missed... Was that another Mother's Day thing? No, no, no. no. Your mother's totally different. No, no, no. It was nothing to do with Mother's Day. It was just these friends that we'd said, but yeah, we'd go to McLaren Bar, have lunch. Extra extended you know, Mother's Day month, 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 I looked, and I thought, having looked in the paper the previous day, that the highlights package was on at 9.30 or 9 o'clock or whatever. Bugger me dead, 11. Of, on, on main, on channel on 7. On channel 7. Main, yeah, I saw that. Highlights, 11 till 12. Yes. So because I'd not seen anything of what happened on Sunday, and I hadn't heard the news, so I didn't know who'd won or anything else, so there I am, sat there at 11.45 going, oh, very good. On Saturday or Wednesday. Sunday? Well, Sunday. I watched Saturday. Saturday I watched on 7 May. Well, there's a bunch of bush turkeys in. It's just, you know, it's just a joke, isn't it? Absolute joke. You're, you're a bit off colour today, aren't you? No, I'm fine. You, you, you seem a little off colour. No, I'm fine. I thought you were off colour when I arrived. I have been off colour. Have you? What well, colour have you been then? Well, off. <laughs> I saw a... A Fiat 500 yesterday with a... There's a, 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 a well, I saw the Instagram on the website. Yes. Yeah. It was a puce colour. It was very pucey. But it was... It was a, a diesel. It wasn't... But no. Yes, but no. Oh. It was... Well, you described it as a diesel on the It was Instagram. a diesel. And if you look in and zoom in, you'll see it says diesel. Right. After the clothing brand. Ah. It's a clothing brand diesel Fiat 500. Which is owned by the chef of the Marrickville Hotel. Is that right? Yeah. And I said, well, mate's got an F695. Well, and he went, <laughs> no, he didn't. He went, did you like your schnitzel? I said, I didn't have one. <laughs> I said, well, that's the only thing I've cooked today. So there you go. Yeah, what well, that's all about. Um, yes. So, mm. I think we've fallen off there. So it was a good result last week. Yeah, but anyway. did you see the turkeys? Yes, I did see the turkeys. Yes. And did you see the shilling? Well, they weren't the turkeys. turkeys. They were geese, actually. Well, they're geese. Geese. And there was a bit of tomfoolery from the from the uh, from the tr- the transmission suite. I never saw that. Well, right. it's probably not. No, no. Well, it it was only heard. They the didn't show them. But right. there was the scafo mm-hmm. um, had uh, had said uh, you, you've come across a a few turkeys in your time, haven't you? Oh, yes, Probably, I did. Probably, and, uh, and, and so would you care to name them? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Which was quite... I thought it was... Yeah, it was... Well, there's a few turkeys. quick. Turklets. Definitely a few turkeys out there. But um, I suppose the only, the only really controversial thing to come out of the weekend would be the fact... The fact that... There is um, that the, uh, Roland cracked it again, didn't he? Yes, he Roland did. cracked it again in, yeah, in first the first round in, on Saturday. Yeah, uh, basically coming out and saying that uh, oh, no. that Frosty Sorry, had held up the, the rest of the yeah, field yeah, yeah, yeah. and brake tested yep. um, another driver mm. who still remained nameless when they were all stacking the pits. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, 
um, in order to give um, Will time to uh, well, service the Will car. Time to get in and out before he went in. Yeah, mm. but uh, which he did. You could see he was holding everybody up. Yeah, but, but mm. <laughs> yeah, no penalty yeah. and nothing to arrive. Arrive, arrive out of it. Arise out of it. That's right. So Lounzo got a penalty. Lounzo was due a pedal. <laughs> I know. And he, he, I actually heard him being interviewed on the radio today and he said that he was definitely due a penalty. He said, when you do stuff like that, you know that you're going to get a drive-through. Well, I mean... If and he they... said, the minute I... Well, he didn't actually say the minute I'd done it, I knew I was going to get a drive-through. But that was the total inference of the whole conversation. Did he say done it or did it? I don't know. Did, well, yeah, so I knew... One or the other. Lounzo was going to get a drive-over. <laughs> But had they not, oh, then there would have been angst from other teams, but none from Roland, oh. No, that's right. Roland would have been quiet. Be off. So, there you go. Anyway. Piloting his his boat, you know. It was a pretty good weekend, though, I think, overall. You know, it it was better racing from Phillip Island than previously. Mm. Because uh, put it was a, a sprint a, round at Phillip yes. Island is what it needs. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't work with the enduro. No, it doesn't. No. And I think that's where it's got boring. Mm. And plus the fact that no one could understand what the hell was going on with the qualifying driver race and wanted to do a pit stop. And one yeah, and all that crap last year. Yeah. So no, so we're back with some good racing. But it's all a bit quiet now in V V eight land, isn't it? Why? Nothing now until bloody Darwin, and that's, that's until the fifteenth of June. It's only three weeks away. Though. Yeah, but it's still a long time. Long break between drinks. Yeah, but they've also been pretty busy up until yeah. now. Well, fixing have. Will's car. Mm. You get a bash on the left and a bash on the right. <laughs> well, talking of Triple Eight and Roland, they got a big garage sale on the weekend. Hmm. Apparently. Do you, do you know, no, maybe well, Jezza will know where this is. A 40 Depot Street, Banyo. Where's Banyo? It's in Brisbane somewhere. Apparently it's their workshop. It's not how you pronounce it. It's, it's the new one. Oh, it's not. It is. It's Don't one of those. It's a French quarter. Get out of here. That's because of Ludo Lacroix. <laughs> now you're really bullshitting me. No, it's true. Yeah, it was, he he, he it's said, it's I'm not staying with the team and doing engineering. You know, Jezza. Tell me about this. Where's, Who? Is it Banyo? Who? Jezza. Who? Oh, he's been sacked. Sorry. I forgot about that. <laughs> he has been. Anyway, so Triple Eight Garage Sale. So for those of you Brisbane viewers who've got nothing better to do early on Saturday morning, from 9 until 12 noon at the workshops at 40 Depot Street, Banyo. They've got merch, workshop tours, they're firing up the Barbie. Uh, both of the main game drivers are going to be there. Luffy's going to be there. Scott Pye's going to be there. Luffy. 9 till 12 noon on Saturday. And I'll tell you, and they've, they've, got got a, these... they've got a special lunch on, and I'll yeah. just tell you exactly yeah. what they're having. Deep-fried panther with chestnut aioli. Oh, Barbecued reptile with turnip-infused coating, a rotisserie crow with liquefied gravy, battered civet. Have you ever had civet before? No, I haven't. With uh, with scorned gravy and uh, sautéed ram with Bernays Dremiard. Now that's on the Saturday. On the Sunday, no, it's only the Saturday. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Imagine oh, if you'd arrived on the Sunday, you'd have had ground seal with strained gravy. Or vacuum flask duck cooked duck bell with groomed spinach. Right, okay, so where are we getting this wonderful menu from? Well it's it's from Roland. <laughs> Roland though. <laughs> Roland DG <laughs> Roland Dane Glossiness. Orlando. 
Hey, that's a good name for a restaurant, isn't it? Oh. Rolando. Yeah, Rolando's. Yeah. You know, in the UK... Probably the signature dish of Rolando's. Yeah, perhaps. Oh, I don't know. Be, uh... Cooked, coddled martin with caramel cream? No, I don't think so. Bangkok cat with corned casserole? Bangkok cat. Wow, that sounds good. <laughs> crispy, crispy canary with head cheese infused cream. Frou-frou. Oh, yeah. Restaurant menu generator. Deep fried iguana with acorn infused paletta. I mean, I tell you, <laughs> how rude that he would even consider serving pan fried platypus with flaming fritter. <laughs> Boy, uh, it's just not it's okay, is it? Worrying, hey? It's not okay. So, are you going to go and buy anything? Am I going to what? Are you going to go and buy anything? No, I'm not going up to Queensland. I thought you'd be going up to Nooseville again. Well, it's funny, it's funny you should say that, because also on this weekend in Queensland, at the Sunshine Coast, my favourite spot, Nooseville, is... Cause well, no, nothing at Nooseville, but nevertheless... You've never actually seen the water, have you? Yes, I have. But it's just the canals. Yeah. No, I've been... I don't just go to the canals canal. I go up and walk around the heads and everything, mate. Anyway, are you allowed to, though? I mean, if, you, if you're staying in Nooseville, do they let you on Hastings Street? Of and course they, they let you on Hastings Street. Don't they have, like, Street, sort of badges? Yeah. You don't you need love, no sticky you badges. You love doing this snobby bit about whether it's Nooseville or Noosa proper, don't you? I didn't call it that. You're the one who chooses to stay in Nooseville. <laughs> yeah, well, that's where all the best restaurants are. Oh, they're not in Hastings Street. No, they're not. There's bugger all in Hastings Street. Oh, they're, they're all closing down. You walk, when we were up there in... Whenever we were up there, two months ago, a month and a half ago, half the bloody restaurants in Hastings Street are closed. Economic bad news. Well... <laughs> the news. But anyway, back to my original thing. This weekend is the International Rally of Queensland on the Sunshine Coast. So, again, if you're... A, if you're a Queensland viewer at Coy, you can go up there, and it's actually it's quite a comprehensive sort of a. Uh, Is it around the Grasshouse Mountains? It's uh, no, it's around the Mary Valley mostly. So it's there's a there's a start your engine party tomorrow night at Caloundra on Kings Beach from six o'clock. Yep, Caloundra, that makes makes sense, and yep. it'll go up and through Mullaney and up on the top of the hill. Yeah, well, there. so Kenilworth Showgrounds is a service stopover tomorrow morning, and then there's a special stage inbuilt. And the inbuilt showgrounds. Then it goes out towards the coast, and you go to the Pomona Dash. Now the Pomona Dash, if you want to catch it, viewers, the classics are through at eleven thirty, and the uh, rally cars are through at the uh, twelve thirty p.m. And then Saturday night, Caloundra Aerodrome. They've got a super special stage, so it's all in the aerodrome. Everything's happening there. Um, there's fireworks at seven o'clock. There's even drift cars. Uh, Calandra has always been a central uh, location for doing events of that nature, and yeah. also dirt bikes because I remember racing the uh, international international four day enduro in nineteen eighty eight. Oh. was back there uh, with my KDM, and I was the very first person off the line to get in the mud. Oh, good for you! It was very very warm here. And then Sunday, and Ian Potts, can you believe it? The guy comes Potsy. and does the Potsy. 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 <laughs> he comes and does the weeds. That's he raced right. it too. Because yeah, he was here that day when I arrived and you said, oh, well, you wouldn't read about it. We used to race dirt bikes together. <laughs> We're a couple of dirt bikers. <laughs> Doit biking. <laughs> so, and then Sunday, if you're in Queensland and you want to go to the International Rally of Queensland, it's the same thing all over again. Inbill, Heller Service Park, Inbill Showgrounds, Pomona Special Stage, and then Inbill Finish Ceremony. 
at 3.30. Well, you know, that, it, so could be, you it could be opening up a whole new world of opportunities for you, JP, considering that it the could. world headquarters of Radio Hot Lab yep. is moving to, to the Gold Coast. Oh, there we are. We, we, we missed Gold Coast. Next, next year we could be there. We could be at the International Rally of Queensland. But with the Dan the, Day's up there. Bruce, Bruce Vegas has been, has been, was rid of. Yep. Rid of. So, viewers... And, and the, the new Miss Gold Coast is taking over. If you're... <laughs> the new Miss Gold Coast. If you're up there on the weekend, you need to get up there and look at the Rally at Queensland and, and shout for Dan Day and see how he's going. It's, it's, a, bit, it's a bit sad, though, isn't it? I mean, the sadness sad. of it will be is that we won't be having our regular Thursday nights together here. Yeah, but we'll be Skyping and stuff. Yeah, but I know, but it no, won't no, be quite the same. Different. But on a, on a positive note... Yes. We'll be all going to Nooseville together. Mm. Sensational. To have Merlot. No, no Merlot. Elaine will love it. <laughs> she hates Merlot. You know that. You're just winding me along too. Yeah, dear. Now, you haven't got much there, so I've just gone a little bit longer. But because I'm on rallying, I'm going to keep going with rallying because I need to mention the Brendan Reeves and Rhiannon. Uh, in their WRC Academy um, I don't tell me Fiesta R2. They're in Greece this weekend, the Acropolis Rally. That'll be the second round. Do you reckon Greece can afford to run rally? <laughs> 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 That's a good point. Apparently they've been there all week uh, doing recce and uh, doing their pace notes. Um, so good luck to them this weekend because they came second in the opening round in Portugal. So uh, let's hope they can get on the podium again this Which weekend. Which means so they're running second in the championship. And, you know, like, considering you're, you're, you're still on rally... Yes. On rallying, we might as well, you know, just just wrap it off because, right. mate, I think I think the chances are pretty slim. You know, put it this way: here's the answer. Okay. Here's the answer. I like it when you do. Here's, here's the on. answer. Yeah, the answer is no way, Jose. Right. What's the question, and who asked it? Mm, no, you're a bit too deep for me on that one. Well, I had him on the phone earlier, and uh, he's had a bit of chat to management, and he's waiting to hear back the answer, but it's not looking good. So um, this is what he had to say. Yeah, I'm really enjoying the back time at the Formula One, and but I think it's uh, not likely I get the uh, um, uh, a team release to do uh, the Finland uh, WRC um, after uh, 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 Robert's uh, crash in the uh, Octavia. And I said, yeah, was very terrible for the team and for Robert and uh, it uh, to look at the contract. But uh, I'm still keen on the rally and I think in Monaco this weekend, uh, there's a possibility of a possibility. And, uh, but I, oh, I like going to Monaco because uh, if I crash, uh, the boat is close and uh, I'll get on and drink the vodka. So okay. that's what Kimmy had to say. Well, as he would. Because you he, think he's hankering for a bit of rallying? No, he's just he just asked for a leave pass, you know, because it's not a conflict. Can I do the, the Finland WRC? And right. quite rightly so, with Kubica yes. still injured and um, mm. well, basically a career threatening. He said, "You're kidding? <laughs> no way, Jose." <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So yeah, so it was nice of him to. Um, it was good of him to let you interview him again. Yeah, well, I didn't interview him, he rang. It's like that. Who knows where he can get a free drink? And, and speaking of the Monaco Grand Prix. Which we were, and I've got. Yeah, go on, you carry on. Well, I just. It's, it's good. It, it is because good. Because I it, like it, Monaco. I like Monaco too. 
And um, and I like, I like the fact that that Shuey's got a five place grid penalty for being a bit of a tosswaller <laughs> at Barcelona, and you know, Barcelona. and uh, that doesn't make life easy for right. for, for some. But yeah, I think it'll be you know it'll be good. Let's hope the weather's the weather's positive. It's not much of a place when it's raining. Well, I reckon that Europe's actually having a bit of an early spring heatwave at the moment. Oh, the ponds are certainly enjoying all the weather over there. So, uh, Lainey was talking to her mum who'd been talking to her sister and <laughs> she said that they're having a, like a, 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 a sunburst spring, which is most unusual. And they reckon it's going to be a, a hot summer too. It's so not like a... I would have thought they would have more like a San Remo spring, considering oh. the, the level of Tomato growing activity in that in that neck of the W yeah, well, um, around there because as you come across from Geneva uh, towards yes. uh, uh, the the Principality, yes, um, with the home of, um, of, of of Stinky Owl, who I was going to say, well, we'll, 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 we'll get on to we'll yeah, uh, Stinky Owl in a minute. Stinky Owl Dad, so Stinky Owl Dad, um, Owl Dad, Owl Dad, who, and we'll get on to him in a minute. But I think uh, it, it could be a pretty good good race and. Again, you know, it, it, clearly it's it's the most interesting season. Um, oh, it is. And uh, who Would, knows? Wouldn't it be magic if another person won? Then we well, have I think six that, different. I think that's the first that's, six uh, that's um, be absolutely awesome. Obviously, what Chewie was thinking. Well, obviously, he was hoping. Yeah. Oh, well, he Martin, win. Martin Whitmarsh is actually thinking that way too. For um, for Lewis, by all accounts, because they reckon that with all the fuck ups in the last few races. That have not helped his cause. That this could be his weekend, and you know, and he's a local now too because he's living in Monaco. So uh, yeah, going to be uh, interesting. You know, there's so many people living in Monaco now. I... Jensen Button's living in Monaco as well now. He's, he's given bloody um, the Channel Islands the flick because they're too freaking cold. Hamilton's given the Swiss Alps the flick because they're too frigging cold and it's too far from everywhere. He thinks it's wonderful being living in Monaco. I think they probably kept their little pads. Oh, well, they probably did, but they're not living there. They're living in Monaco. You know, I mean, tell me, look, buddy, Hamilton, he's living in the same apartment block as Nico Rosberg and bloody Mika Hackenberg. And so getting to the track. There's just the latchkey races. Jump on the scooter and you're there. They're just there. And, and as, as Al, who lives in the same block as... McNish. As Shorty Al and McNish. Apparently. Mm. Not you the don't. greatest of friends. But we, and it would be remiss to remiss. say, and in fact, to forget. Or, I'll just start that again. <laughs> I was um, going to say, what would it be remiss to say and forget? <laughs> but one um, must say a very hearty um, ho-ho and warm um, Congratulations. And congratulations. To uh, Alan and Karina for Absolutely. the arrival of their lovely daughter, Mia Mai, um, 3.45 kilos, 53 centimetres long, uh, last Monday morning. And in fact, it was very, very good of Mia Mai to hang around for about an extra 10 days after the due date. So Alan, Alan could, get, could go to Nürburgring and get back. Come back, that's <laughs> right. But uh, <laughs> he um, didn't um, have the greatest result there. I think about 20th, falling down as low as 54. One of the other drivers crashed their WRT Speedhunter R8 Ultra GT3 LMS. I don't think there's any more badges that go on it, but um, it was a customer Audi. Um, yep. And Audi did win. It was a first yes, factory, factory car and also a Phoenix car. <coughs> um, 
full of carnage, the race. But anyway, plenty of other news outlets can talk to you, tell you exactly well, about what's going on. And in fact, I would suggest for a full account at no charge... At no charge? Because it's sponsored by Dunlop and it'll have the free icon, is head off to dailysportscart.com. <laughs> Click on headlines, and there you'll have every little bit of information that we would not need to plagiarise because they're doing a splendid job. And in fact, I got a uh, an email yesterday from the uh, from the the editor about Alan um, Alanson Father's uh, uh, daughter's arrival, right? And then the founding editor Malcolm Cracknell um, out of the blue this morning to say, "Good on you, John, and thanks. Send out all the thanks." But I couldn't send Al the thanks because he's at this moment. Mm. Where is he? Dangle, dangle, the, the, the Dunlops are dangling, yeah. coming into Australia for the Australian GT round this weekend, oh, where he basically wants to come poke James Brock in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he's had a gut full of him. But the Audi R8 that he drove at the Ultra LMS yes. GT3. Yeah, uh, Nurburgring. Yes. Now, I looked at the results. And notwithstanding... He was running the the SP9. Place, not, not, notwithstanding the place that they ended up in, if you actually looked at fastest lap times and average speed times, they were up with the guys who were running third and fourth. So if things they ran well... They ran in the high... They, they qualified about, uh, I think, uh, eighth or ninth. And, mm. and you know, you've got to be there. And there was a huge amount of, of, of drama. In, in that race, and in fact, at the very, very end, it was it's interesting because there he was. The last two years had been in a Hankook mm. sponsored car, yet now there was two Hankook sponsored Hako SLS uh, Mercedes, Mercedes yep. or one which ended up coming third. Yes. Now the, the with the Simonson behind the wheel, no less. Andrea Simonson, mm. which did mark coffee for Maranello Motorsport. Um, in Melbourne, no end of, of mental anguish when he was going, Hardy, can you tell me what's going on? I said, well, it is rather unfortunate there are two A. Simonsons running around right. and one's in a handcook car, and he's going, that was messing with my head. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it was. Um, but, it uh, with mine momentarily. Yeah, but uh, it, what ended up happening at, at, the, at, the, at the very end, the, uh, the, the, the third place Heiko Handcook SLS um, Expired no. um, twenty minutes from here. It was uh, oh. very, 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 oh, very, very tragic. Um, which left the battle for third place suddenly handed over to the Mansi uh, Porsche 997 GT3R and the remaining Heiko uh, Hankook SLS, which having which ended up passing the Phoenix Audi because it was multiple laps ahead. Just trundling around, don't need oh. to be going fast. I'm seven laps in front of you guys. You know, the clock's ticking Maybe over. I just know, need yeah. to don't hit anyone and take it yeah, in. Yeah. And so these guys came, suddenly go, hang on, we're now racing for third place. So they went past the lead car, which went, oh, I've got to do another lap. Ah. Right. So, yeah. and, but as they came across the finish line, the Manthe Porsche, which was there ahead, pulled over to the right hand side of the track and stopped. With the flag thinking, well, well, that's it. Mm. With the Mercedes going on to do another lap. Now, it's very unusual that that would happen. Why did he do that? Perhaps he ran out of fuel, maybe he had a gearbox problem, he couldn't have done another lap. Or he thought that he exactly. had actually he taken the position and there'd been miscommunication. 
Well, so be it. But at that at that very moment, a a club racer in a a Clio Cup car came out of the pits at full noise, looking up at the flag and ran straight into the back of the, of the, of the Porsche on the finish line at the exact moment that the Phoenix Audi would come trundling across the line to take the flag, destroying both cars on the spot. Oh. I mean, I'll show you the photos, but uh, viewers, dailysportscar.com forward slash headlines dot cfm or you'll click on the headlines and for a very reasonable fee of 35 pounds per year you can access the other areas that are unavailable to you freely but Not in the case of this and uh, and Alan was actually doing British GT there at the same time, so it was double duties for him, right. British GT in the 458 Rosso Verde with uh, Hector Lester yep. around the, the Grand Prix track but uh, piloting the uh, Audi R8 LMS GT3 Ultra weapon <laughs> around St. Clive or oh. as they're known as Green Hill. But nonetheless, home for the arrival of Mia May for a couple of days yeah. of bliss before Jetting setting off. off. Now, I said to him last night, right when you're on the plane, <laughs> get your race report stuff down to me. Yeah, he goes, he said, he said, that's a good idea. He goes, yeah, I'll do my best, mate, but a couple of sleepless nights with, with a small child, I went, get used to it. <laughs> so uh, he's, uh, he's, he's got a good leave pass there. I mean, I'm not sure too many people will be allowed to do that. No, straight out, gee. Mm. Absolutely. Well, he's done very well. Well, he is. But, you know, he wasn't a, as good a result that, uh, as uh, that's possible. But uh, I'd like to point out that whilst didn't fall on, on my birthday, um, yes. still is a Taurian. Right. Well, well, do you think that Casey Stoner retiring from MotoGP would have spurred Rossi on? Because watching the mm. MotoGP race at Le Mans the other night, I tell you, in the wet, it was very, very good racing, and it was a very, very good battle. And uh, and and Rossi came out and he did come out in second uh, with. Uh, Jorge mm. winning it, and uh, unfortunately, no one wanted to know about Jorge. No, poor old bloke. Well, yeah, I know. Wins the race. No way. Yeah. But uh, the battle and all the TV was on Rossi well, and Stoner, and it was a damn good battle. Did you watch it? Was it was a good battle. Oh, no, I only saw the highlights. Oh. Well, it was. Um, it's one of those. You know, sometimes you you turn on a bit of TV and, and you, you just don't, just, and you get sucked in, and you and just you're glued. Absolutely. As glued. I was this afternoon, as I headed up a a uh, slightly second-hand curry for lunch on a pretty dull day here, and turned the TV on on one HD, and yep. lo and behold, MotoGP Classics, although they would be called 500cc Classics yes. in those days, the 1996 Spanish Grand Prix mm -hmm. from Jerez, with 10 laps to go, with, yeah. with um, Michael Doolan right. chasing Alex Crevier. Oh, yes. Um, only to have Crevier crash his guts out on the... Very, last. very last corner, and Duan come on to take the win, and all the all the Spanish crowd had invaded the track on the last lap. It, it was honestly, I I was, I was watching. I was going, this is really wow. So um, when we see uh, Mick do young Mick, which we yep. might do maybe at a uh, Adelaide bar, perhaps yep. you know, he's down here to Tiger Adelaide, hit a tree with an old Mercedes. Yeah, when he's, he's running around in the Merc somewhere, <laughs> as he does, yeah. being the Merc man that he is. And running around, 
and hitting trees yep. was obviously quite a pastime for some people last weekend when they had the on the run, mm. on the run Adelaide Hills rally. Now you know why they call they it did. the on the run rally because on the run were the spe- were the sponsors. Mm-hmm. On the run were the sponsors. Uh, no, no, yes. not exactly. Yes and no, but because for three for two nights in a row yeah. they managed to put on the news that oh. the radar and police would be out throughout the Adelaide Hills yes. extensively, specifically this weekend. Oh. Because after speaking to them, the man behind the name behind the store of the event the other night when yes, we were going to go along really and do it and then you weren't allowed out because you had a mother's mother's mother. No, I didn't. Go on. <clears throat> As, uh, so and I get and he said, like, well, you know, we're doing Wickham's Hill. Yeah. And I said, oh, really? So you're going up Wickham's Hill and going along Range Road and then you mm. get that really great piece of road and then you come yeah, up yeah, to yeah, the yeah, top yeah, of... Yeah, and no, no, yeah, fucking... Mount Alexandrina Council. And there were some words that we can't even say. That's right. I know. Those words. Happy with those councils. But I mean, he, he didn't even know me. He mm. was he was blasphemous. But he knew that you were, you know, in the sport. But come so. Sunday, I was going to go down there and have a look and see. You were going to three go to times Matt, running of the three times running of the Paris Creek section. But mm. for a four seven point five eight kilometre section of of stage, yes. after evaluating it on the Friday night, I was unable to t- determine really where the start and finish point and there was a 93 kilometre transport stage to get around the damn thing. Oh, and one great big loop around. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I know that. I thought, yeah, I don't want to be doing that. And a combination of that, and you're not around, and then, you know, Dunkin' Donuts going, look, I'm going back to bed. Um, I thought, no, miserable stuff. <laughs> so, but I believe that uh, the whole thing went quite well on the weekend. What, what, do you know anything about it? What went on? I saw a couple of the results. They did get good teeth coverage. Though. Oh, did, who won it? I don't know. Did anyone hit anything? No, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, there was a couple of... It's funny, actually, because the um, uh, Park Fermé was first time ever at Serafino Winery. Usually it was at um, Parco's um, I knew, Winery. I knew a guy who had a girl friend called Serafina. Oh, really? She was the ugliest girl I've ever seen. Oh, right. I, I'd even think to date... Oh, and oh. yeah. Oh, it was well. The Serafino wines are quite pleasant. I don't mind a Serafino wine. Um, but anyway, so there we were. I lunch can't in tell you away. how ugly she was, and so I, I've been unable to drink those wines. Right, that's the ODA, you know. <laughs> and sitting there having lunch, and go past goes a transporter with a dead WRX STI on the back. Obviously, didn't make it through the day. There you go. So, Indy 500 this weekend. Yes. With uh, Ron Briscoe on pole. Mm. $100,000 check. Thanks for coming. And someone we know has gone over there. Absolutely. Left the other day. Without saying goodbye. Well, I spoke to him. Didn't speak to me. No, well, the only reason he didn't speak to you was because he had his tits in a tangle. Because... He's killed his iMac. The very day before he was due to leave, I get a phone call. Hi, JP. Folks here, look, sorry to bother you, but, but my <laughs> iMac won't turn on. Oh, I'm getting an old white screen and the spinning wheel of death and da da da, da. And as, it, as luck would have it, 
heffles over there. So after I'd talked him through, try this, try this, try this, try this, and none of it worked, I said, well, if you get your ass down to Cato Purnell, <laughs> you can drop the machine off to Heff and he'll bring it back with him. So we've got Fogues' 27-inch iMac in the workshop at the moment. But that's pretty old. That's, 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 that's only pretty new. That's, that's, that's not good because, oh, yes, quite <laughs> so. The, the, yes. The air purifier has not been able to extract the huge amount of cigarette smoke that makes the place completely rank. Oh, I thought the reason he wouldn't have been talking to me was because of, like, you know, the the, the un, 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 unrelenting communication about freebies. No, I don't think so. I think it was more a case of, oh, shit, now I've got to work this out and get that laptop fired up and make sure I've got all my emails happening and da 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 because... I've got no iMac to do all my last-minute stuff with. Oh, you are going to find a lot of scunge inside that. You're right. You can oh, see it inside all, the glass. Have you, is it all you know, the fans drag it through, don't you, on an iMac? No. And we've seen them before, where up the top, where, the, where it goes back out, it actually gets inside the glass in front of the LCD display, and you get this mottled, like, weird effect that comes up oh, through. Oh, seriously? Mm. So, be interesting. Yeah, no, I, I think that... Have you, uh, who's going to wear the gloves? Oh, probably Mark. Is it back? Well, it's... it's well, he's waiting yeah, for six weeks. Yeah, I was going to say, so we've got six and a half weeks to finish. But that's right. So, I mean, you don't want to start so we won't until, look at it until the until, last yeah, week. That's right. Exactly. And then like, when he comes you? back, look, look yeah. I just, we just got to it yesterday. Yeah. It's been a bit of a queue. That's right. You know, like <laughs> one of you will have to go in coach and the other will have to go first class. That's what you, coach. I mean, because, you know, after he's gone. So I booked him in. Indianapolis. Yeah, I know, well, Indianapolis, and then... And yeah, the Detroit Grand Prix. No, yeah. uh, the Detroit Grand Prix. Yes. With Mike Angry Brigham. Mm-hmm. And then across the pond... To, to Le Mans, yeah. courtesy of... And then back across the channel to the British Grand Prix. That's Not right. a bad sort of a junket, is Oh, it? no, there's a little bit more going on. Oh, I know. There's yeah, a I think more he's, he's going to Singapore mm. to ring the bell at the Stock Exchange for the launch of uh, the F1 um, uh, IPO. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the he's F1 IPO. Another to... IPO that won't make any money. Well, actually, I think that uh, there's... You reckon the... they got more chance than uh, Facebook? Do you know, I, on, on a very serious note, and, and, uh, and I mean it, I'm not being flippant here, I usually am, but um, that's a really serious thing that's what's gone on there with, with, with the Facebook IPO, in that clearly lessons haven't been learnt in Wall Street about behaviour and dealing with the public and greed, again, mm. the misrepresentation of what really was on offer, um, where they did not communicate the uh, revised earnings. Now there's a class mm. action going on against Morgan Stanley. And, and against uh, the stock exchange itself, because apparently they had a technical malfunction and everything was off the air for half an hour. Well, what does that People do? People didn't know what they'd bought, well, what, what they'd What does sold. that do? It... it Look, I, I, I would think that the thing is is is, is highly overrated um, as a from a, a value perspective, um, but it's going to tarnish the whole concept of, or, you know, and maybe in the other way, it, it might actually bring it all down to ground and, and get okay. things a little bit more real. Yep. I think um, with with the, with the F one, I, I I believe that the F one brand is really what's being sold there and. Its ability to innovate and will be able to... It, it can change path pretty quickly. Mm. So we're seeing the adoption... We talked about that last week um, in episode 208 of um, a hybrid technology and how yeah. the sports car scene and the rules that the ACO uh, slash Lamar are providing 
are really giving engineers a great opportunity to be able to work on things in a, in a more, in a freer fashion than like yes. a kinetic energy reduction system. Um, so uh, I, I think that, that F1's very well positioned to be able to to rejig itself to be an electric only show or a a, um, a, 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 a hydrogen only show or, or mm. something like that because it's about the show and it will always be at the forefront. True. Um, and I think that it, its brand brand alignment will, will mean that it, it's always going to be the premium product. So it doesn't matter, you know, people will say, the argument is that people would say, well, you know, oil's going to run out. Yeah, that's fine. But mm. the F1 brand doesn't have to represent fuel. No, it doesn't. You're right. It, it, it can it's represent something else. Who knows what it might it's, be? It's it all be, about innovation. In 50 years, it could be a, a race around the moon. The problem, the only problem that I see with the whole deal is that is the, the minute you're on the stock exchange, you're expected to turn a profit. And the shareholders and board meetings and things of that nature tend to dictate what you can and can't do and what direction you go in. And I don't know whether that's good for the sport. Yeah, well, you're seeing... Look, there's a lot of short-term, short, short-minded thinking with some of this stuff. I think you're also seeing that coming coming to bear with um, with V8 Supercars. You know, yes. they sold off a bunch of their, well, of, their, of, their of their share base to Archer Capital for a, for a quick you know, cash... And the team's unhappy. The team's got their quick cash injection. I mean, that was what Fogues was alluding to in his column last week, so... Yeah, you know. quite so, but I mean, like, you know, you know, what do they want? Everything? Well, uh, well that's the trouble, isn't it, you know? It's you can't have your cake and eat it too, boys. So, and that's the same with they, the F1 What thing, they is don't like, have you know. is a Concord agreement, and mm. a Concord agreement is that no one really knows what the other deal is that everyone's got, but they're all, all, <laughs> yeah, all, all, they're all, all, all in secrecy, and, and um, you know, that's, that's up mm. for a new one, and, and we know that Ross Braun has been quite... Uh, uh, in the last few yes. days of wanting to get the best deal and, and of course the, if you don't know what it, don't know what anyone else is getting it's hard to know whether you get a good deal but then whilst you see all the teams always trying to outdo each other this and that and it looks like it's very um, harsh rivalry yes you turn it all around and you see how everyone pulled together not only from a, a rescue perspective when the Williams, oh, Williams fire yeah. but all the teams have provided the equipment to the mm. Williams team, you know, to basically so provide their pit infrastructure, the which yeah. was yeah. Uh, majorly damaged. So, mm. Interesting. I mean, interesting. That's right. Very interesting. And uh, well, what, we, what else we got? Uh, the only other thing I really have to say about motor racing... Uh, I've just got one other thing about Formula 1, but that's all right. There you go. Man. Well, I was just going to say about the, the tyres this weekend. This is... Uh, Monaco is the first... There's no R in Monaco. It's either Monaco or Monaco, whichever it's way Monaco. you prefer. All right, well, some people like Monaco. But what, what is it, it's the Principality of Monte Carlo. Mm. And the city is called Monaco. Right. Is is that right? I don't know. It's I've all heard bit, it pronounced all... so many different ways. But but which I, is which? Do you call the town? I vacillate between Monaco and Monaco. But is it the is the area called Monte Carlo, or is the CBD Monte Carlo? No, I thought the area was called Monte Carlo and the CBD was Monaco. Well, maybe the viewers can set us straight. Maybe you know, I mean, not like Alan. <laughs> no, well, he, no, he it, it, it is the Principality of Monaco. Yes. So therefore, it's, oh, okay. it is, well, it yeah. is, isn't it? Mm. And so it's the the town centre 
is called Monte Carlo. It's the casino of Monte Carlo. Yeah, it is Monte Carlo Casino. Yeah, that's right. It is. Anyway, there this weekend, we Thank will you. see... You're done with your vacillation? I, I am. We will see the Pirellis Super Softs for the first time this season. Now, apparently the uh, team's... Well, here we go again. Completely unknown quantity. Um, none of them have run the Super Softs before. Uh, they're going to have to do lots of testing and, uh, you know, checking data and all that sort of stuff. Um, <laughs> so, so it works, just, just the testing and checking data. <laughs> I just handed over. Like, well, it's funny because it work? Martin Whitmarsh actually said that all the teams are frustrated by the tyres and but they've they not actually have to work hard to look at the data and look at effect and control. But they're getting the paid well. Oh, they that's are. what they, they should be it. doing. I mean, it's certainly, just, it's not like beautifully. It's, no, it's, it's, I don't know. Has anyone done any t- yeah, testing? Yeah. Did they do testing on Supersofts earlier in the no, year? No, I don't think they did. Why do you know that for a fact? I don't, but I don't think so. So but apparently it, Montreal's going to have the same tyres as Monaco, but Silverstone... Monaco. Monaco, Monaco, Monaco. Silverstone well, well, on, is going to have softs, and hards with like a step in between the two. So that's going to be a real can of worms. So this whole Pirelli thing is just really, really unlocking a lot of controversy. Absolutely. And some great racing, we hope. So there we are. That's about the end of my uh, Formula One. Blab. Blab. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, look, uh, I suppose... The only thing to mention is that, uh, well, which is actually rather relevant, is that with uh, Le Mans coming up uh, uh, pretty uh, quickly, um, and uh, yes, well, the is. test day, which will be, uh, I think, June, June. 3, yep. um, and uh, the Delta Wing will be over there, with no doubt, International Pauling, yep. you know, sucking it up. And uh, uh, Don Panos has come on record saying, we'd really like to see this car running in yes. the Le Mans series, and, and as the uh, owner, or mm. well, to be fair, Don owns Sebring, Mo Sport, yeah. and Road America, and the he, series, the series, and IMSA, <laughs> yeah, um, and as a and Elan Technologies, Elan Technologies, which is basically created the G-force um, chassis for Indy and Car yep. and Super League, and I think it's great. I do too. I, I just I think if it goes well at uh, Le Mans, I think it's going to be a, a top uh, a top idea that I, they could actually compete in one of the LMP clubs. Now, International Hippoli has been a little bit, uh, well, I'm bragging. Bragging? I'd, I'd, You'd class I, it I'm, as bragging. Well, I, it's, it's become a little bit tiresome. Right. We know he's got a busy schedule, we but do. rather than checking into Indianapolis, yes. the comment would be, the best steak I've ever had. Always come here when I. I will always come here every year when I come to Indianapolis. So you know he's in Indianapolis. Yeah, he's not telling you he's in Indianapolis right, directly, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, or, right. or awesome weekend. Um, can't Are you going wait. To say, huh? oh, no, was, awesome week. Awesome weekend. Wonderful restaurant. So glad I came through the quiet airport getting out of London. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never tasted oranges of such quality that I have from Seville. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait to get home. Right, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, so you reckon... Tyson. Bit of of trowel handling. 
<laughs> laying it on with the trowel. He's a troweler. He is. He's a worldwide troweler. Well, I, I, I think he. Um, I think he needs to. Um, he needs to remember where his roots are. Oh, yeah. He's not home very often. I was, <laughs> I was say something like that. Yeah. Which well, means must be ding ding clang clang bong bong. Take time. <laughs> Hello, I've been knighted. You have, and so is Jonathan Ives. Ah, Arthur, sir, Sir Jonathan Ives. Now we oh. got uh, that he was actually said that I told you he was going to get a knighthood in December, mm. but it actually took place yesterday in Buckingham Palace by okay. Princess Anne. Princess Anne. And you oh, because Queenie's busy with a platinum anniversary, whatever. <laughs> Can't be arsed. Diamonds. <laughs> Can't be arsed. Diamonds swanning around the country with the plebs adoring her. Uh, do you know, it's funny you say that because pretty much the majority of England now go, we want to keep the monarchy. Well, of course. Because they go, well, we want the pollies. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, well, why would you? Why would we? We'd be better off with a queen, wouldn't we? <laughs> no, let's not go there. <laughs> That's all a good, 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 good news thing. Um, now you might have a bit more of a, uh, something to say about this, but for 186 million dollars, what do you think that buys you? 186 million US dollars. Oh, sounds like somebody's bought something for for that much money. Quite so. That's usually um, how it works, JP. Someone might have in bought in the hard disk space. In the hard disk space. Oh, I don't know. Seagate has bought La C. Ah, oh, no, they haven't. Ah, that's where you're wrong. Right. Fact. Seagate has said they will buy Lassie. They're making an offer, and it will take place in October. So there you go. With this representation, but it's just the brand, though, is it? I mean, do Lassie buy yeah. use Seagate mechanisms? Yes, they do. So the tie-up's already there. It's just a Lassie brand. Lassie generally use Seagate mechanisms. Lassie is still a French company, apparently. I didn't realise that until I read the article today. Um, but yes, they do say that they're going to uh, buy La Cie. Well, it's French food supply. What <laughs> it is, and what they're proposing is that they want uh, they oh, want La Cie. And the exquisite masterpiece Crocker Bush. It's fantastic. Right. Okay. We're not on to uh, barbecues and cooking and food yet. <laughs> so. So. Um, Seagate are going to use La C as their consumer level uh, drives or whatever, much in much the same way that WD have got all of their Wills. W, WD drives in the consumer space. Western Digital viewers, for yes. those you know, not quite yeah. as acronym aligned. And while we're talking about disk drives, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, they reckon that by 2016, Seagate actually said they pre they've predicted a doubling of drive density and they reckon that 60 terabyte drives could be a reality by 2016. That's an awful lot of data to lose in one hit. It certainly is. Um, at the moment, most drives made are called PMR technology, which is uh, parallel something or the other where the, the, um, the way that the data's put down on the drive is... Um, they rebuild themselves is, once a month. Whatever. Anyway, Every this HAMR has been patented by Seagate in 2006, and it stands for <laughs> Heat Assisted Magnetic Recording. And they reckon a 60 terabyte, three and a half inch drive is quite capable by 2016, and in that time frame, 
laptop drives could reach 10 to 20 terabytes. But having said that, I will not buy another laptop or a computer yeah. without its main drive being right. a solid state drive. Okay, well, I mean, and that's. And, 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 like, you know, so the, the secondary drive will be a rotatable device. The funny mechanical, thing. The but funny I just. No, no. The no. funny thing is, though, that in the, the, in the, in the article that I obviously uh, read that, that I uh, got that from, they said that despite the take up of solid state drives, and the fact that they will obviously get cheaper and, and, and bigger, um, uh, larger uh, quantities of, of yeah, well, not platters, larger quantity of, of uh, data to be able to be put on them. The um, the spinning disk drives, hard disk drive storage, is going to be driven more by high definition video content. Um, because let's face it, that that stuff's freaking huge. Not let's face it. <laughs> Digital video recorders and gaming. They think gaming is going to lead to a, a huge um, increase in the amount of uh, drive space required. No, you're not wrong about that because um, last week the uh, uh, Diablo 3 game was launched across both yes. Mac and Windows platform. 4.7 million copies. Is that right? Launch day. Um, Far out. It's not a game that I would play, but you, you've, you've got to, you've got to be. Um, a little bit in wonder of the level of server technology that uh, that would have to be deployed to be able to provide that. Mm. And, and, and interesting stuff going on there in you know, all the server farms that Apple's Ooh, putting out there in their green. Yeah. Are you into server farms? Oh, man. Oh, just, just, just got to read the articles about what they're doing and what they're building. Bloody hell. There's some very interesting stuff and in they're very yeah, short mean time to, to, to get online. Yeah. Uh, it's very... It's, it, it's good stuff. I mean, Apple makes a lot of money and it has a huge amount of cash in the bank, but it's also driving innovation. When you, when you mm. drill down underneath it all, there's a huge amount of suppliers and little guys that produce like tiny little things. You know, for, for Apple, they do one, yeah, one they thing all really well. Add up to get to the products that we know and love. You know, you can almost, <laughs> like the lawyers, <laughs> you know, the lawyers would be loving the fact that. Uh, that that boss that the, the, the bosses of Apple and, and Samsung got together and didn't have much of a of a, oh, know, yeah, a result about the direction about the, from the, the patent resolution yes. and so it's off to court. But yeah. they're spending like hundred million dollars oh. in lawyers. Would you well, imagine? Got wouldn't of, you love it? Yes. Got plenty of money to spend. That's but wouldn't you love place. to be a company to be picked? Oh yeah. You sure. go. You're being picked yeah. to do business with Apple. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'd have to be pretty glad about it, wouldn't you? I hear that Foxconn are supposedly. Um, ramping up a whole new factory that is not in the traditional area of China where all those factories are, um, somewhere nearer to... Um, go TikTok's go. TikTok's all right. <laughs> somewhere nearer to um, one of the major cities, apparently. So uh, they're obviously investing money on the basis that they're still going to be supplying Apple with lots of stuff. And apparently Apple are selling eight iPads for each tablet sold by Samsung. So um, display search figures have revealed that Apple shipped about 13.6 million tablet devices with a market share of 62.8%, which is more than eight times higher than the 1.6 million units shipped during the same quarter, the first quarter of this year, by Samsung, which is only 7.5% market share. So there you go. And in turn, Amazon, just in case you were wondering what's happening there, only shipped 4% market share, 900,000 units. Still the top brand in the world, 
happen. Yep. Uh, followed by IBM. Mm. Uh, I think uh, I was surprised by some of the brands that were in the top ten. Yes, Verizon, it was an AT&T, brand. Yeah, uh, yeah. McDonald's, obviously was in there. Um, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Marlboro. Mm. Still. A very high Even, brand. Yeah, yeah. Considering its inability to advertise or have its mm. logo. When was the last time you saw a Marlboro logo? Or in a uh, uh, historic sports car meeting when someone had one on the And when park. I was watching the, the, the 1996 <laughs> replay of I'll the Spanish Grand Prix, there. Yeah. lucky strike everywhere. Yeah. I thought, that, thought that's sort of interesting mm. stuff. Mm. But yeah. uh, when you watch that old stuff, you, you know, you look at the camera on the bike, you go, what was the technology of the camera? Mm. It looked much... In fact, its, it's rawness was actually felt better than... Than what that we, we see today, because it's so good. I think it's just we've just spoiled it. Yeah, what, it, it's too good sometimes. It is. Like, it makes it look too smooth. Too. Yeah. This this Bravia 46 inch yeah. TV we've seen here. With, I I think it's a 100 hertz TV, but I've seen the 200 hertz shows. Yes. And if I watch I Dream of Genie, which I, I like to do every afternoon, to, right. because you know I I'll do it's anything. So because busy. most of my life yeah. is based on this, on the skills of, of Dallas and J.R. Ewing, <laughs> and any you know early. <laughs> Yeah, Any on. early uh, uh, training session, so I can go to Larry Hagman with his, his body. Then it, it really looks like it's made in a studio. It's just, it's too, it's too clean. Yeah. And yeah. so I think uh, 200 hertz has its detractions. It's, yeah. it's, the, it's, the, the, just it's too, too much good, purity. Yeah. Just now, while you were quick, very, very quickly, last, last bit of tech, while you were talking about IBM being second to Apple, IBM's banned Siri. <laughs> Apparently, Apple, IBM welcomes about 400,000 employees, and they're all allowed to bring their own devices, which is cool, as long as they don't activate Siri. Uh, what's the reason for that? The reasoning behind it is the fact that um, the, uh, the app is concerning to them because users' spoken queries are potentially stored on Apple's servers where they're susceptible to falling into the hands of unauthorised listeners. And if you actually read Apple's iPhone software licence agreement... Unauthorised listeners? I've never heard that yeah. before. Are you if you actually un- read Apple's iPhone software licence agreement... Listeners? <laughs> no, we Maybe we should unauthorised authorize viewers. Oh, that's right. Maybe we should get off- have a viewer authentication. Right. Maybe we should. On the licensing agreement, it says, when you use Siri or dictation... The things you say will be recorded and sent to Apple in order to convert what you say into text. Oh, oh now I've got to show you that's Jambon America, which is one of the greatest uh, air dried hams. Look at that. Mm, um, it's uh, absolutely gorgeous and uh, um, available from. Um, Potato Rotola? No. Ah, from Salt Tapas. New operation in Singapore. I know I was just doing a bit of research on it the other day. Um, it looks very, very good, I tell you. Um, that's a tapestry scene. How good is that? Looks good to me. You know, I can tell you. know who would be having a, having one of those sandwiches right now in Venice? Who? Mark Brown. Mark Bryan. Is he who? in Venice? Oh, that's right. He's gone on the big cruise, isn't he? No, he hasn't gone on a big cruise at all, oh, hasn't he? I, I thought he was he's going on his own. He's got on his own. Really? And the, the, the missus has gone to Paris right. with the girls and they were tripping around for two oh, weeks right. and then yeah. he'd be turning up, meeting up 
together in, in, in Florence and right. going to Montalcino. Oh, yeah. Into the same island so you've given where, some... where Princess Tatilda came from. That's right, and where boats the fall boat over. Boats fall over. We're <laughs> going down a row. But, you know, it was a bit of a drama because he's actually going for four days the next, he's two or three days, two days in Venice, he's coming back to Venice, but he goes straight to Bologna. Bologna? Help with the relief effort. <laughs> well, I'm glad we were talking about food then, because that's brought us right to the end of the show, and I've got a barbecue thing. Well, good. Viewers, get yourself to kettlepizza.com. It's a new, if you've got a Weber, which I do. It's not available here yet, I don't think, because it's only what, the Weber? recently available in the US. Is that one no, of the Webers that does the, 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 the dried-out beef? No, 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 no. Look, it's a special stainless steel gizmo that you whack in the Weber in between the lid and the base, and it turns it into a pizza oven. Okay, yeah, so basically, uh, if you, you know, the, the round hat, viewers, yeah. that would be on the top of the pizza oven, think of um, uh, put, putting a, a section in there. Yeah, in section between. in the middle. Basically. And uh, with a slit, perfect for the pizza to be able to go in. Oh, that's that's yeah. quite interesting. So What's it, it worth, mate? It's 198 US. Uh, stainless steel version, so it's a little bit pricey. But if you've already uh, if you already own a Weber and look at the price of a pizza oven, it's not a bad deal, I don't think. Uh, but it is patented, so if anybody goes there and thinks, oh, I can produce them cheaper over here, um, you could get your ass sued off. But it's definitely worth a look. That, that is actually pretty good because a lot of people go, oh, well, let's put one of those. Pizza.com. Yeah. And, and the fact is that you could have some steaks and a bit of pizza bread to start with. So it's, 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 it's very quite versatile. And there's actually, uh, talking of the versatility of it, if you actually go to the website and scroll down, they've, like the first, they've, they've got a video of using it for pizzas. But if you go right down to the bottom, he's actually cooking um, some lamb and green peppers and stuff like that on the layer where you'd normally put the pizza and then up in the top of the lid he's doing corn, corn on the cob. So it looks like quite a versatile little uh, gizmo. I think it's a, the perfect opportunity to um, uh, enjoy alongside uh, an accompaniment perhaps like a jerked must ox with strained jelly. <laughs> You're uh, jerked? <laughs> where are you getting this from? Before, where are you going to send the viewers to check this out? Before finishing off with tempura tiger with liverwurst infused spinach, want to know about it? Generatorland.com. They will, the Frau Frau restaurant menu generator will generate anything that you possibly want. What do you think would your heart desire? Click, click the button. Click the button. Okay. No, click. Okay, there you go. Let's have a look. Hold on. What have we got here? Cast iron cooked reptile with poached egg tapenade. Mm, but I'm not sure. I think I'd rather go with a flash-fried seagull with dusty tea. Oh, yeah. And on that note... Hey, good night, oh, viewers. getting hungry. <laughs> I'm bloody starving. Sugar hy- hyena with ice glaze? Oh, oh hyena's going to be a bit tough. What would you like? You'd want plenty of uh, sugar on it. Pulled fish with hot tart. <laughs> not, like. not much meat on a finch. Good night, viewers. You wouldn't want a bit of hot tart, would you? <laughs> Yeah, we can do the